Welcome to Drunk on Comics, episode 245. Uh, we're... You sound confused by that. <laughs> I was, no, I was trying to Ron remember. Ron Burgundy? I was trying to remember, was the last one 245? Is that what you said? Or is this 245. One? This one's 245. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, we're in the studio uh, with uh, Linz. <laughs> that is your girlfriend. You, you do remember her name, right? <laughs> it's like putting him in charge of this train has totally confused him. <laughs> Linz and uh, Derek, Tony. <laughs> and what's your name? Uh, um, Josh. Okay. Well, what that you, was. What, wait, what were you going to fake call yourself? <laughs> Mel. <laughs> She's never been on the podcast. No, she hasn't. <laughs> At least Derek has. Um, so, yeah, today, what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about a lot of stuff. We talked about X Force. We talked about some Inhumans. We even got down and dirty with some Mike Mignola. Mike and... Mignola, my review of his latest book. We talked about some Dirty Hulk and Wolverine stuff. <laughs> yeah, mutant on mutant action. Stuff that's going on there. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about um, the recent passing of Bill Paxton and how Bill Pullman has now absorbed his powers. Yes. And I uh, got into a lot of fun that I had at the recent beer festival here in West Michigan and did not mention once about my fun trip to Florida and all the theme parks. Oh my god, I didn't even remember that you went to Florida. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and uh, pick up a drink of some sort. It's totally up to you what kind. And <laughs> enjoy uh, enjoy um, Drunk on Comics episode 245. Sexy, Skexy, Sexting Selfies. GVSU. Yeah. yeah, it was a state university. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with all the drinking that I used to do and still do. Yeah. You did yesterday. You went to was yesterday, yeah, wasn't I'm, it? I'm really surprised that you guys aren't really surprised at me right now. Well, I read your um, Facebook post about Winterfest kicking your ass and how your night was going to be bad. And so in my head, I was like, he's not going out tonight. <laughs> I was contemplating, and if I would, I would be dead today. Yes. But I was a smart young you boy. You were. I'm so proud of you. And I had my hangover at about midnight, 1 o'clock <laughs> last night. Got your hangover <laughs> over with early. Yeah, like I... like That takes... That's like some professional level drinking. Oh, you can schedule your hangover just well, right. It was just randomly woke up and I'm like, fuck, now I'm up. And I was still like contemplating, oh, I could go out and all my friends are blowing up my phone, which is the only reason why I woke up. Because day drinking, you gotta like plan for that. You oh gotta, my god, yes. If you're in just, for the long haul. Last year, we were zombies because I had told my dad who picked me up uh, to wake me up in a couple hours because we had an event going on at Founders that I really wanted to go to. So he, I left my door unlocked. He came in and he shook my bed, woke me up, and I told him I was kidding. I don't want to go. And he goes, "You said you would say that, and you told me to wake your ass up anyways." I'm like, "But Dad, I'm really serious." And he goes, "You said you would say that too." And he said, "No matter what, wake you up." 
last year I kept drinking and it was like two days of hell the next yeah. day. All that booze and alcohol I'm in me. Pretty sure we recorded the next day yeah. too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was worthless then. Yeah. So in the spirit of trying to be good, I trying to be an adult maybe yes. a little bit. <laughs> and also this year waiting in line. We didn't pre-drink. We didn't get my party bus, which I was planning on doing, which we then drank on the way there and the way home. We were good. Me and my buddies, and we met up with a bunch more people there, decided we're not going to pre-drink any beers. Why do that when we can just drink there? Which also saved us an extra hour waiting in line of not drinking. Right. But there was halfway through the day where I'm like, I am still feeling pretty decent and i should be shitty if i'm not gonna be going out later on in the evening so i also think my booze intake was a lot less than other years mm. plus and bad sides to that but uh, i did get my money's worth uh That's good. tasted a lot of great beer what one is your favorite my favorite is going to be paired with booze in the book no oh. so right. i can't necessarily uh but it works out so well with with the book that i read this week too so it's gonna be great uh but i am also surprised that uh you'll never guess what i didn't forget the recorder yes you took it with you i took it with me and you guess recorded? what else i didn't forget the headphones yes <laughs> so i had that to hear the wind blowing which yes. was gonna happen but guess what he did forget to and, record nope. and then guess what i didn't forget i had the infinity glove that my brother made i brought two pairs of gloves mainly because i was going to put that over the recorder people kind of were like what why is it got gemstones on it and i had explained to the people that i was recording with uh, but it blocked out the wind very well, and I nice. do think we really need to focus. It did look weird. I was thinking about bringing a sock and putting it over it, but I don't know if people wanted my socks in their face. So <laughs> no. So the glove was a little bit Same better. Same from experience. No. <laughs> and I didn't forget to record because we recorded. However, didn't record good stuff. No. Yeah, I mean the audio is great, but it was just the audio me. is great. But it was yeah. me and some of my friends, and halfway through the day too. I'm having a blast because when we go to conventions, it's fucking work. Yeah. And there are some times where I'm like, I could go sit down. I was going to talk to my buddy Chris at Mitten, um, but he was busy pouring beers and everything to that. There wasn't enough time. And it's one of these things where I'm telling you this now. I'm demanding one of you to come with me to the next beer festival so that we can tag team, so that we can have good conversations. Because talking to my friends about booze and stuff, they some of them uh, are beer experts and they can tell the the subtleties of the beer flavors and then anything nerdy or comic books kind of out the window for them. Right. They know the movies they don't know as well as we do. One of my friends who I got him on recorded, so I have about twenty minutes of us sitting in line or us sitting at the beer festival, kind of talking about shit. But it re-listening to it, audio sounds very clear and crisp as well. That's good. But it just it's not anything to where I feel like. We need to post who's, it. Who's going to really yeah. care about this? Nobody. Well, my buddy Jim goes, yeah, if you were to tell me a quiz of what characters were Marvel and DC, I'd fail at 100%. I go, really? Like Superman? He goes, well, that's DC. Wolverine? Well, that's Marvel. I go, see, you already passed 100%. <laughs> what the hell? And then my buddy just jumps in, uh, Green Lantern. And he goes, oh, I don't know. I was like, really, Jim? He goes, I think DC, I go, yay, three for three. <laughs> so that shows how nerdy some of my friends are. Yeah. But he was actually, he was actually the whole time too, I'm recording, he goes, you didn't get that part where I said about my wife being mad that I'm super drunk and all this? I go, no, no. <laughs> no, just I keep didn't. saying it over and over and over again. He made me, he made me say, show him that it's not recording. Oh. 
And a lot of my friends were like, didn't really care. I mean, fuck, I would have posted it anyways. He doesn't listen yeah. to it. But so because of that, I was proud of myself that I did all the things right. I just didn't have a co-host or someone to really talk about things right. throughout the Derek day. Derek didn't go this year because baby. Yep. Yeah. And I did baby. Cause baby. Did run into our friend uh, Nick uh, Lavelle, who used to come and join in every now and then, who's our our beer master here. However, trying to meet up with him during the day, though, like, his phone died, and then he would have been a perfect person that we could have sat down and talked with. So, this summer, when we go to some more beer festivals, I, because it is a goal, it has been five years that I've been going to this festival, where podcast is going, what, we're five and three-fourth year old right now, so why we haven't been able to truly record at a beer festival. I mean, there's... Well, you finally figured out the logistics of it, which I think is the important part. Yeah. So we're one step closer to finally... By the logistics, you mean his drinking schedule? His his glove. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Because he recorded last year, and all you could hear on the recordings was... But way louder, because the wind picks up on that recorder so incredibly. I'll go with you just so that I can be like, Chris from the Mitten, please talk into Tony's Mitten. <laughs> That's not as funny. I, as I, will, I yeah, know. Yeah. I know. A, but a bigger I'll reaction do it out of me just, than it should have. I know, but I'll do it just for that. <laughs> yep. So, I'm not as dead. Yay! I'm doing good. Yay! Let's get talking about some uh, some comic books. Sure. I read a comic book this of week. Of course you did, because you're, I you're, always you're the better of all of us, because <laughs> where I go out and do things, you... I go out and do things, too. I also read. I'm a well-balanced human being. <laughs> um, do you read... Did you read a lot of Hellboy? I read some Hellboy. I okay. really wish I could get into the back catalogs and everything. Yeah. It's such an interconnected... St- and I, I'm not, like, a huge... Hellboy fan in that I haven't read a whole lot of Hellboy. Like, I've seen the movies and I think the whole character and everything is cool but I know that the stories are super interconnected even the the side stories and everything. It just all comes together and he's built Mike Mignola Mignola yep. Mignola Mignola um, <clears throat> has created an entire just decades long history for this character. So the book I read was The Visitor, How and Why He Stayed. And um, the cover, I kind of thought maybe this was about Abe Sapien, because it's a very similar look, mm-hmm. but it's not about Abe Sapien. It's about a character that is yet to be named, just called The Visitor. Um, maybe that is his name, like... It could the. be. His name is The. I go by The. <laughs> his, first <laughs> name is, his first name is The. Yeah. And... Um, so this character TV. has actually showed up in, like, past Hellboy issues, but it's, he's always been kind of like a background character. You don't even really notice him for the most part. He's just always somebody who's kind of there, mm. like, mm. watching over Hellboy. And they've never really gotten to his character at all. It's just if you're a fan of Hellboy and you're really into, like, the details that are thrown into those books, this is a character that you've probably noticed throughout the years. And are like, who the hell is this guy? Well, that's what this book is about. Um, so the visitor, the book starts like way back when they first discover Hellboy. When he, you know, they summon him. The Nazis summon him so that they can use him to bring about the end of the world. And then mm-hmm. the the scientist guy, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, takes him in because he's just a little baby Hellboy and raises him to 
be a hero. Um, this character is an alien, spoilers, uh, who was sent to kill Hellboy because okay. this alien species had uh, determined that this person was going to bring about like the end of the universe. So this guy was supposed to go kill him when he was summoned and didn't end up doing it because he was a kid. And mm. throughout the years, <clears throat> he saw him turning into like a decent human being. Mm. And he was always there watching and watching and watching and watching to see for when that point when Hellboy would make that turn to bring about the end of the world, he would be there to stop him. But he was also kind of acting as his protector in a way too. So it was just a really interesting, like, the the fact that Mike Mignola has written this character into his books previously, like, as a background character, always there, and is only now, finally, after Hellboy's done. Like, I think he's done writing Hellboy forever, as far as I yeah. know. They always say that. Maybe he'll come back to it. You never know. Um, but and, and now, finally, he's confronting this character and what he is, is so smart to me but um it totally makes me want to go back and read all of hellboy because it shows you all the diff like it goes through all the different his the history of hellboy it's kind of recapping yeah the, like the story of hellboy right so it, all the all the big important things that is that have happened in his life so far this guy has been there and it's it's like if you had read hellboy yeah. You had read it from this story from Hellboy's perspective originally, and now you're seeing it from an entirely different, per like an outside perspective. I wonder does does it look like he was uh, changing things along the way? Like uh, no, he was just oh, watching, just watching. He, okay. he, he did not ever interfere. The only time he ever interfered is when he did not kill him originally. Yeah, but other than that, he's always just been kind of. He's the best kind of watcher. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't get involved. When he says he's not going to, yeah, um, and he can he can shape change. So even though his natural form is very alien looking, he can shape change to look like a human. Which I guess if he is discovered by anybody, he can just change his appearance and always mm -hmm. always be there. Um, so it totally made me want to go back and read all these to get like the different perspectives. You know, if anything's different or what it's like to see this story from inside and then outside, but. So the this this issue really just wraps up like that history really quickly, mm -hmm. showing that he was always there. This thing happens, you see him in the background. And now it's kinding up to the kind of like the present time. And this is this is when he starts um, getting more involved in Hellboy's life because he goes <coughs> Hellboy goes to fight a dragon in some foreign country and uh, the the guy looks like he maybe he's going to get involved in the fight and help save Hellboy from this dragon, but I, I don't think he ends up having to, because Hellboy takes him out, because Hellboy's badass. <laughs> but at the very end of the book, well, and throughout the book, too, they use this whole blood-dripping thing throughout the book, and, like, the black spaces of the book, and they're just little drops of blood dripping down. Mm -hmm. And at the end, they show Hellboy bleeding... And that's, you know, so throughout the book, it's him bleeding from the end of the book. And then where his blood hits on the ground, flowers pop up. Okay. Which, I don't know if that's a 
real Hellboy thing, or if that's just the area that they're in is making that happen. I didn't think that was a power of Hellboy to bleed and make flowers grow. He's a big horticulturalist. It's supposed to be, I think in this visitor's head, like, he's watching this monster bleed and he's creating beauty. So it helped assure his decision of not killing him in the past. He feels much better about the whole thing now. But it's just, it's a very sweet story and I definitely want to see how it um, ends. And I definitely think this is going to result in a huge binge of me reading all the other Hellboy stuff, which might take me the rest of my life because there's a lot of shit yes. out there. But Does he do the artwork too? Mike Mignola? No. Hmm. The art in this is by Paul Grist. Ah. I don't know who normally draws Hellboy. If Mike, Mi- I think Mike Mignola was always the writer, right? He never did the art in it. I don't know enough about the history of. It's an interesting style to it. Yeah, it's very. It's kind of simplistic. Was that a... It reminds me of Seth DeMoose kind of a little bit, where mm. it's like, it, it it's enough detail to like really get the emotion off and add all kinds of stuff to it, but it's not so fine that it it's makes... It's almost cartoonish in a way. Right, and the, I think art styles like that are almost a little bit better when you're trying to really make somebody pay attention to the story and not just stare at the art on the page, yeah. you know? Was, so. that, was that like a radioactive isotope I saw in there? That he was holding up. Yeah, it was green. That it was. Like, it's like his iPhone. Oh, is that what yeah, that is? Yeah, it's okay. kind of because it's just this green square. Right. They, I don't know that exactly. You can tell it's glowing. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it all does, but I know at the beginning of the book he used it to call the spaceship mm. when it had his little friends on okay. it. And now it looks like he was trying to use it to maybe combat the dragon at the end. So, it, you know. Well, I'm glad that He's you enjoyed that. the book. Yes. Sadly, though, many fans out there are mourning the death of the Hellboy franchise. Yes. Including Ron Perlman, who, well, he took the day off Twitter because he's sad that that it's officially dead. Um, But Del Toro tweeted out uh, a couple days ago of how he got to sit down with Perlman and Mignola, and they pretty much couldn't find how they were going to make Hellboy 3 happen. Mm. And it officially, after years and years of rumors of when will it be made could it possibly be made are they secretly making it i still hold out hope that they're secretly making it but i don't think those movies were masterful it's beautifully done Mm -hmm. and the source material as even you were just saying now so much to pull from oh yeah it's that's one of those you could have done at hollywood you could have made tons of money for the many fans that want to see this kind of just have this full circle ending to the movies where it, they each were good in them themselves, mm-hmm. but there sh- didn't feel like a finality at the end of number two. No. No, not at all. I what? mean, it, they wrapped up that storyline nicely, but they by no means were they finished. It didn't seem like they were finished with the franchise. What do you think was the thing that was stopping them? Oh, money. Yeah, studio money. They're very expensive movies to make. Yeah, those ones were just because of uh, the vision that Del Toro had, like the, using his wanting to do more real prosthetics instead of yeah. cheap CGI, stuff, which he still did a lot of that too. But making it look good and and correct yeah. is yeah very costly. His the, movies that he makes are in the high budget. That's that's the thing though is like there's so much money in comic book movies these days. Well, you got to remember the last time, like, and it's 
Guillermo del Toro. Well, well also, like, though, too, partially it's scheduling as well. He, yeah. He's a busy man. Yeah, and with all of his projects that he has going on now, he probably honestly wouldn't be free for another five years. So you mm-hmm. add five more years into saying, we're going to do this, and then it doesn't happen, so you have people waiting five years, and then, like, and then Ron you, Perlman's going to die in three or something, you know. No. That man is gonna live forever. You think so? He's that... got yeah. He's got the basic willpower to just keep. Yeah. If he can keep his career alive for as long as he has, that's, that's I, you know, I don't see him ever going the way of many like celebs later in life. I feel like he's always just gonna have that that cool gene that mm-hmm. he's always been in. Never, I mean, besides Hallboy, like being like a big star. I mean, he was in Sons of Anarchy and everything, but there's just a a bit of who he is it just seems like an everyday type person right that he's just glad and lucky he gets paid to be an actor and right. get to do all this fun shit so i think he'll always have like those cult followers and also the secretly fuck he could be 80 and if he then became hellboy again to make this third oh my movie God. like yeah it'd be people, awesome <laughs> Old hellboy. hellboy about to die yeah. going to hell <laughs> in wasn't the last wasn't the last run of hellboy in hell wasn't it Hellboy in Hell? Or something like that, yeah. So, you know. Yes, it could happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of uh, celebrity deaths. Oh, breaking news. We yeah, have. We just found out that uh, Bill Paxton has passed away at 61 due to complications from surgery. Yes. So, for those of you wondering, inevitably it's probably at least half of you, it's not Bill Pullman. <laughs> Of Independence Day. Of Independence Day. This is Bill Paxton yes, of they... Titanic. He was the guy in the boat. <laughs> he was also in Tombstone. He was the cowboy. He's also in Aliens. He was not an alien. No. He was not an alien. No. He was in Predator. He was the not one the that wasn't the alien. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's the one that wasn't the Predator. <laughs> he, though, I mean, he's been in a lot of iconic movies. Yes. And... To be honest, as as you were saying too, yeah. like people get the two confused, and I had to like quick remember, wait, which one is which? Yeah, yeah. And and is it a Highlander thing? <laughs> does yeah. does does Bill Pullman now get all of Bill Paxton's power? <laughs> there can be only one Bill in Hollywood. <laughs> I wonder, and this is terrible to say, and he's probably not, but I wonder if he's Bill Pullman sitting at home going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Now people will be like, oh, yeah, Bill Pullman, the one who's alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and he he passed away at 61, which is <laughs> relatively young. Yes. And I almost, like, think that he, he... I haven't seen him anything really lately, but with the, you know, resurgent of the Aliens movies, uh-huh. I'm assuming he could have done some cameos in that mm-hmm. and... Well, he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. recently. Not so. as the S.H.I.E.L.D. Not as, not not the, as sh- the S.H.I.E.L.D. As no. an agent, though. Um, he was the agent. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly... I feel like he looks like he hasn't aged yeah. in, like, 20 years. Right. He looks exactly the same as he did 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Going back to Bill Pullman, though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get the feeling, though, like, in the years to come, Bill Pullman's going to come out with movies, and people are going to be like... Oh, wasn't he dead? (laughs) (laughs) People are going to start casting him in movies that Bill Paxton was in that they're doing. So maybe Bill Pullman will be in an Aliens movie. IMBD is slowly going to start just pulling all this stuff to him. (laughs) him. (laughs) Oh, there really can be only one. 
That took a really long time, though. <laughs> he absorbed all, all of Bill Paxton's powers and projects. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Thor. I like how we just laughed at death. I know. I, know, I mean, I know. that's I just like the, that was pretty bad. 2016 has totally numbed us to yes. deaths. So now when people die, we're like, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is sad. He really was a great it actor. Was. Our heart goes out to his friends and family. Yes. It's a big loss for the Hollywood community. Oh, sure. But again, 2016 has made was, us horrible yeah. people. And that was way too young, too. <laughs> It is. Yeah, 61, it is. that's really that's really young for a celeb. I think it's really young for anybody. Yeah. Meth heads, maybe not. But. No, not so much. <laughs> that's like ancient. Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Yes. Let's, let's get Segway. out of that. Let's get out Segway. of that conversation. Let's talk about Thor and how they're finally going to reveal, Jason Aaron, thank you, finally going to reveal... What made Thor unworthy? Finally. How long has it been? Two years? Uh, it's been three years since the event, Original since Sin. Original Sin. And that's, and uh, even though that event also kind of sucked, um, it was decent. I, I wasn't mad at that. There event. was a couple, I mean, there were some big things that came out of it. This being the longest running of, like, what the fuck's going on. Yeah. There's was, some, wasn't this the one that had, uh, Iron Man versus Hulk. Isn't that everyone? Well, like, like that was the one that was like the inspiration for so, no, the Civil War. Like, well, that was when Civil War. Iron Man went That's after right. Hulk and That's right. killed him, and or Clint killed him, and then it was yeah, that was just stupid as of, of itself. Uh, or, or original Sin was a while ago, and um, it started with somebody killing a Watcher. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember reading it. And then you find out that Nick Fury has like a bajillion life model decoys, and that's why he's so ageless. Yeah. Yep, which makes there's sense. There's really old man Nick Fury around, and then because the super serum, sol, or super soldier serum that he's been believed to have taken, which he did, which is why he can look so young, even being so old from way back then. You kind of find out it, it doesn't work anymore on him. So he has used the. So he's these. the one character that actually is supposed to be aging. Besides all the other, like all the other characters in this, yeah, isn't supposed to be wow. aging. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so you obviously didn't read this whole original series. sin. Yeah, no, I did. It was a while ago. Okay, but I because I'm impressed. Well, that, that, that's what I, <laughs> I did because I remember like when the Watcher got killed. I can't remember how it happened, but. It was like all these secrets got out yeah. of of stuff that, that the they Watcher had done had to each other and stuff. Like that's like they there was a Hulk versus Iron Man thing in there because they did uh, they, a bunch. They of... found out that Hulk, uh, Bruce Banner, uh, oh figured yeah, out, there was that, figured that out Tony had something to do with. Yeah, he pushed the button or something. Yeah, like sent him to space, and it was no, no, it mm. was the one that that actually caused the. Rage. Him to become the Hulk. Oh. Like, he was behind it. Oh. Which, I thought that was felt a little forced. And that's what the whole original Sin, try to retcon a lot of yeah. shit, or make yeah. you secrets of, you never guess how this truly happened type thing. And yeah. it's like, bitch, please, we don't need to do that. Let's move our right. stories forward right. and not have yeah. to have all these things. Because that was when uh, Tony Stark found out that his brother was alive, or that he was, I think he was a, found out he was adopted right before, and then when he found out that he had a brother... 
who was the real Tony Stark because then he was an implant from aliens and then that whole story kind of so got convoluted. It's, it's yeah. so soap opera. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. But with the, having the watcher's eyes, uh, the orb was able to get them and see things. And then they gave the other one that to... That B character got his day in the, in the yeah. sun. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had uh, Nick Fury become the new watcher mm-hmm. who has shown up within the new uh, book number one of Unworthy Thor saying that there's another hammer which we then find out now in the story is from the Ultimate Universe, Ultimate Thor's Hammer, which we can all see where this is going, where Odin's son will eventually get this hammer. But in the meantime, we have uh, the Collector. Well, he pretty much took all of Asgard because he couldn't lift the hammer, so he just took all of Asgard and put it in his giant floating ship. Oh, the Collector. Yeah, yeah. And, and you have Beta Ray Bill helping out Thor as well. Beta, Beta saying... Yes. You can take my hammer and Thor being like, I'm not worthy and I can't do this. And so the main point of it is in book issue number five, because it's a limited series, we're going to finally find out what it was. Yes. That made him unworthy. Yes. And I hope that it's good. Everyone that has. I swear to God, if this is not good, when I see Jason Aaron, I want to punch him right in the face. <laughs> There's been many insiders that, that have, that know what it is. It's going to be like. You can't save fifteen percent at Geico. <laughs> she was like, "Oh." <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline." Yeah. <laughs> we know you bleach your hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh Actually, no. That something that, stupid like that would be hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. But awesome. uh, it, it probably will be good. Everyone that's saying that it's it's gonna be worthy of this giant climax coming up to now. I just can't wait. Yeah. And then undoubtedly seeing him become the God of Thunder again with the new hammer. Right. It'll be interesting. And I hope it's good. I mean, the when they finally got to revealing who Lady Thor was, I, they did a pretty good job on that. It didn't take as long, but that whole story was pretty good. It's always so. better when they know what it is when they came up with that, the, with the, the cliffhanger. Yeah. You know? God, like, I would hope so. <laughs> like, unlike Lost, where they had no idea where the show was going to actually go, you know, like, they were just making up stuff as they went along. This actually could be a good payoff. Yes. Because they knew it. And I'm, it. please, internet, I'm begging you. Please. Please just... No spoilers for this one. I feel like this is one of those reveals that needs to be, like, natural, you know? Like, you need to read it mm. for it to be good. Mm-hmm. If you find out ahead of time, it'll ruin the whole build-up. Yeah. But... Remember, we just had 2016. Nothing is sacred on the I internet know. anymore. No. I no. know. I'm going to avoid the are, internet Russians until then. Russians are going to post it. <laughs> It's going to come out on WikiLeaks. You're going to get our website hacked. <laughs> Maybe they'll make it better. <laughs> um, another Marvel news, which I'm really interested about where this is going. Apparently, they're coming up with a new character. This is from a tweet from Axel Alonso, who's the editor-in-chief of Marvel. It's a badass name. Axel Alonso. Um, he tweeted a picture that is a Hulk-looking creature and a giant-looking test tube thingy containment tube. I don't know, whatever they call those things. Um, 
And it's labeled Batch H, and it has Wolverine claws. So it's a giant Hulk-looking creature with Wolverine claws. Giant Hulk creature <laughs> with Wolverine I don't feel like you need to put Hulk claws on <laughs> to make a giant Hulk, or Wolverine claws on a giant Hulk to make it any more badass. I mean, that looks sweet, but I'm pretty sure he could just rip you in half anyways. You could just give the Hulk... A sword. sword. Yeah, like, yeah. what does he need the claws for? And then, I mean, he's already practically indestructible. Like, he's got regenerative healing really up there with Wolverine. Now you add in his, or you give him an adamantium skeleton, which is unneeded. I don't get what they're doing. Why? Is like... Because we want to make something even more unstoppable than those two. We all know how this this ends. Yes, with I all really, of the scientists in that room right now dead. <laughs> I really want I really want the when when it inevitably comes to a com, uh, um, word when it comes to a word <laughs> climax. Okay, there we go. When it inevitably <laughs> comes to a climax where like you know you have to have the right superhero or combination of superheroes beat this guy i really wanted to be the hulk swinging wolverine around like a sword wolverine's dead uh, well bring him back so is this is, is this gonna bring wolverine back tony uh, no i no? mean unless yeah and that's the secret reveal that he's in hulk form but then he turns back down into mm, they've made Logan. they've they've hacked him out of the adamantium shell that he was in and turned him into the Hulk. And then from there he then (laughs) yeah, then he loses the Hulk radiation but he then is just Wolverine. At least he'll finally be tall. I could see that would be a point of why they're doing it. still shorter than the Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) If just like this is the reason to bring Wolverine back is that that's why they're doing the mashup. Yeah, and I, I could see that. It could be good but I also find it too... Unnecessary. Yeah. Dangerous. I still think it'd be funny for the Hulk to be swinging around Wolverine like he's a sword. Yeah. I mean, there is Old Man Logan. You could use Old Man Logan. He's still alive in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. But he's cool. He is cool. He's like a... I mean, he's grumpy old man Logan with his little sidekick, Jean Grey. It's adorable. (laughs) (laughs) But, I, I... Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with it. But... I feel like it's unnecessary, and and it'll probably be silly. But uh, X Force, the movie, finally has a director and a writer. Two writers, actually. Uh, half written by Ryan Reynolds. I didn't know the man could write a movie, but I, I guess if he's doing the top half or the bottom half. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> He comes off as a bottom to me. Yeah. Yes, totally a bottom. <laughs> um, but the director is Joe Carnahan, who did the movie The Gray. The, you know, the Liam Neeson versus yeah. the Wolves uh, yeah. movie, which is a Liam Neeson movie. Which was a movie. Yeah, it was a movie. <laughs> it had Liam Neeson in it. So yeah, and it was, Wolves. Yeah, yeah. I think Bill Pullman was in it. <laughs> or was that Paxson? <laughs> I don't think either of that is no. true. He's also co-writing the movie with Ryan Reynolds, so I don't. I just, you know. So, I, so the X Force. I was looking at that article, and it looks like um, they're planning on having Hugh Jackman in there. Well, yes. they at least said Logan, but I'm assuming 
Hugh Jackman's going to show up in that. Well, which they means, can't have anybody else play Wolverine. That yeah. would be stupid. Well, they're going to have to at some point. At some no. point, that franchise. They just is need gonna... to stop making those movies at that point, then. <laughs> Wouldn't you don't think it'd nope. be better? Nope. Like nope. there has to be somebody <laughs> no. out there, a young person who could pull off Wolverine. No. 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 Just no. That's just T. Jackman forever and ever. That's People said that about Christopher Reeves too. <laughs> and we have yet to have a Superman who has been as good as Christopher I re- Reeves. I think uh, what's his name is really good. No. I think the writing might not be that good, but he's really good. He's not memorable. Like when you think of Superman, who do you think of? I, I think of Dean Cain. Do you? <laughs> Okay, I'll give you that I, one. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'll give you that one. Right, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's my that was a too. great show. It was a great show. It's yeah. All right, fine. But either way, <laughs> I do think I do think somebody's going to play Wolverine at some point. Uh, besides Hugh Jackman, well, of course, and it's it, gonna it, be. It, it really could be good to see a different take on it. You know. Well, besides this being Hugh, like. Hugh's last kind of hurrah is it um Sir Patrick Stewart also has committed to not playing Charles Xavier anymore oh really yep him and uh and Hugh were watching the uh what not preview but like world premiere whatever um and at one point like he looked over and and saw Hugh like kind of like wiping a tear just like kind of saying you know like you know we're going out on a high note and that's when yeah. Patrick Stewart goes, yep, I'm done too. It's all over. You can't yeah. think of a better way to have Charles Xavier go off than this movie. That's true. And He's already been replaced, though. Yeah, and the whole new, but still, I like the the older, but then again, yeah, they don't need to have an older version now since they have the newer version right. that they're going to continue making shitty movies with. Yes. So, <laughs> yes, they're going to bastardize my favorite storyline next. But that was kind of like a... He is an awesome, well-rounded actor as well. Patrick Stewart he was born yes. to look like oh my Charles God. Xavier. I like, know. Anytime that's the the my biggest thing now when I watch the X Men animated series is the voice that they have for Professor so Xavier terrible. is so terrible. No, yeah. he's yes. a whiny little bitch. I know. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. that the other day, like he whines all the time. He's so terrible. Cassandra! <laughs> Jane Grey! It's more nasally than that. I feel like you got to plug your nose and yell for it to sound real good. Scott Summers! Yes. <laughs> um, so we were talking about the X-Force roster earlier today when we were pre-gaming this podcast because believe it or not, we actually do talk about shit ahead of time. It doesn't sound like it, but we do. <laughs> And uh, I was hoping that they were going to do old school X-Force, but Tony thinks they're going to do the newer version of X-Force. Oh, well, I mean, the, it's the their lineup of characters proves who they're going to have. They're, they're not having... Fucking, I can't even remember who was in the original. Well, Domino, wasn't she in the original yeah, one? Yeah, I mean, she's going to be in this one, but we... In the newer one, though, they had Archangel, um, they had Wolverine... Deadpool, Phantom X, uh, Psylocke. Psylocke. I mean, there's a giant romance like going in between there. That's when Phantom X, who has multiple brains, split off and had his other clones. And really, really crazy fucked up story, which I know they're not going to go that route. But I could use some Phantom X. Oh, uh, was it uh, Dr. Nemesis? I, you know who he is? No. 
oh, he's a fucking awesome bad guy turned good guy. He's a mutant, but his mutant ability is kind of, like, just smart, like, geneticist, like, almost on, like, Hank McCoy-type level, but he likes to experiment, and so he, his weapon or his offensive thing is he has, like, a, a gas gun or whatever they shoots and injects people with, huh. with shit, but having a bad guy that's also kind of good person now and that whole team. Well, that whole team was made up of people like that. Yeah, and, and their suits were fucking badass, this dark black and gray and Deadpool's. Have, this wasn't my this wasn't my felt era, so there wasn't a bunch of pouches. Right? Uh, no, was no, there? I mean Deadpool always has his at least his belt pouches, but he doesn't have as many as back in the day. Right. He had to carry a lot of things. <laughs> well, yeah, because if you've seen how tight that suit is, if you're yeah. gonna have anything with you, you need a multitude of pouches. You don't have pockets. No. No. No, you put anything in your pocket, and people are gonna be able to see it. Yeah, but but pretty much that <laughs> he would the, just put bananas in his pockets. Pretty much this Sausages. this whole uh, story arc and, and that they're gonna pull from is uh, written by Rick Remender, and it was really Derek who got me into reading it because he was just like, "This fucking mm, story is, is amazing." Yeah, and especially when they they dealt with at one point. They they had a lot of stuff come out of X-Force 2. They were more, obviously, the team that does the shit that Scott wanted them to do without X-Men being the bad guys, but these people were sent to be assassins and stuff. And when you have the, the holy knights that want to kill all mutants and stuff, well, send an X-Force to actually yeah. kill them. And, and when they had uh, Apocalypse be dead and then reborn as Genesis... He, the reason why he's a good kid and a good student um, at the X-Men school and everything in the stories... Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. ...was because of uh, Phantom X. Yeah. Because what happened was he was being reborn, and he goes through a cycle of being reborn and then becoming the Apocalypse, but him saying that he didn't need to be... Uh, um, if he was raised right... He could be a good person, a person for, you know, fighting on the side of good. So he kills him. Phantom X kills him, but lo and behold, he secretly put him in his uh, hive mind world, this mini world that Phantom X has that he. Mm. And it's it's hard to explain that character, but uh, Phantom X is one of my favorites out of the whole weapon program. And do you yeah. think they're gonna tackle that character in this movie? Oh, for sure, they're gonna have him in there, but they're yeah. not gonna. They're gonna. They would have to if they get enough people that like love the movie and are like, we want that. Totally could be a spinoff franchise, just as well as Wolverine being their own and right. Deadpool. I don't see it happening just because I think they're too stupid to try new things, and they're gonna. This is gonna be a heavily influenced Deadpool with with the Wolverine cameo. Yes. Then again, the Wolverine was kind of like the leader, so then if they have Arc, I, I don't know. I I have high hopes for this movie. Based but, on Ryan Reynolds' involvement, I, it gives me high well, hopes. Well, the thing is, though, is I, I, Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, high hopes on. Yeah. Even though, you know, Hugh will probably come back as Wolverine, but just not as a large capacity, which then means there's some of the good side going down because right. there's going to be less of him. Where the other parts of the team are made up of X-Men, which... Yeah. I mean, they're all X-Men, but, like, you still... that's the Those are the shitty franchise movies, like... Well, and they've been, so are they going to use, do you think they're going to use the same act? So, like, if Psylocke is in it, are we going to have Psylocke from 
the X Men movies, or do you think they're gonna recast her? Oh, I could only I could only imagine Olivia Munn signed up for a sweet multi movie deal, not just X Men. Right. But with yeah. Why not be an iconic <laughs> That's true. Hot babe. That's true. I thought she did an alright job. Oh, I thought she movie. did too. That train wreck of a movie. There was a couple shiny. She was one moments. of the best uh yeah. best ones in there. Yes. Well, I guess we'll see. We've probably got years before we even find out how this movie is going to go. Yeah. We got Deadpool, Deadpool 2 first, to... right? Deadpool uh, and Cable. Yeah, why the fuck are we so far out on some of these movies? Like, the world does not need to know everything. The comic book and, like, the comic book movie industry has been planning so far ahead for so long now, you know? Well, like, yeah, they have, like, ten-year plans. Yeah, yeah. it's really well, Marvel does. I don't know if DC has a plan. Yeah. <laughs> DC is winging it movie by movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, yeah, they, that's, like, you know, they keep scrapping future projects, too. Well. Know, World War Hulk. So, the Inhumans movie yeah. became a TV show. Yeah. Like, they had planned that. That was years ago that they started talking about, like, it was going to be one of the next steps. in Because the, they were going to do that before Infinity War, I think, right? Wasn't that in the plans when they were talking about the movies? No, that was going to... That was going to... Well, yeah, it would have, because I think the original plan was 2018-ish. And yet, introducing them so that they could be part of, I think, Infin- the greater, yeah. bigger, like, what do you call it? Universal threat that Thanos is, but then I think I also think though good too that when focusing on the royal family and everything, it, it's it's gonna be like a Game of Thrones type show in the intrigue and everything. So how are you gonna do that on the big screen? You right. need to really bring it to the small screen. Right. Yes, and bring over actors from Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Segway. <laughs> So the guy who played Ramsey Bolton, his name is, I, they just have, oh, Ewan Rion. Yes. That's probably not pronounced correctly because it looks very Irish or Scottish, so I apologize. It's Ewan? It's probably Ewan Rion. In, there's, like, you don't pronounce the R or something. I don't know. <laughs> he, Silent Q. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Steve. <laughs> um... He has been cast to play Maximus the Mad in the Inhumans series, which to me, in my head, makes perfect sense because he played Ramsey Bolton, and that was terrible. He did such a good job being terrible in that show. Like, I was... Spoilers. I was so happy when he died. Oh, <laughs> people said there couldn't be anyone worse than Joffrey, and then here Ramsey, comes Bolton. Yep. Yeah. And the biggest thing is this. I, most people say they cannot look past an actor when they play you know an evil role uh so taking well i believe joffrey's not doing uh the character that or the actor that plays him isn't doing film anyways anymore but he'd get like you know people saying oh i can't believe you fucking did that or you killed ned stark and stuff like it's just a movie now with him as well uh i couldn't see past him until i started watching uh the, the Misfits, the UK oh, yeah, yeah. show where he mm-hmm. was really in the first uh, part of the series a very timid, nerdy, like 
his power was he turned invisible because it was a reflection kind of of who he was and by the end of it he became a badass and I go this dude has some acting range mm-hmm. I could totally see that and I also yeah. need to look past the whole um, you know when you play a character that's not who you truly right. are yeah. and yeah. so him playing Maximus I find it intriguing A because he kind of looks like like him a bit right but also in the point of Maximus was always like power hungry but he also did good and he made his like strikes like to take the the throne from Black Bolt like at certain strategic parks but other than that he was loyal to a fault until he saw that opening and then would right I mean he's the whole reason the Terrigen mists is, are going around because he helped Black Bolt make this giant contraption that released the mist so and I'm wondering how much of that's going to play in because they're not really going to be tying into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. It's going to be its own thing, but yet they're going to have to make mention. They're going to have to. Well, yeah, and because the, the, they're not really doing the mists in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that I recall. I have not caught up on it in this current year. Well, what they did different that... than mist and make it like a huge like cloud that like in the comic books people see and would run right. to from and then all of a sudden people turned in the cocoon and everything... They did it kind of geniusly in the show, and also to make it secret who turned into one or not. The, the the crystals fell into the ocean and cracked open, and so the mist started going into the water. Oh, oh they, then then they made showed, all that. They then showed like a, a sequence of events of then fish swimming through it, fish then uh, laying eggs. The eggs being cultivated to make fish oil lotion, which then you saw then someone rub it on their skin and then, oh, there they got their Terrigen from from that. So where who who it could be possibly anyone that gets this this oil. And if you're if you have inhuman genes in you, you will turn in the cocoon and then go through Terrigenesis and then get your powers. So it was a cool way to be like it's easily accessible to anyone that they want to plop in as an inhuman. But all and also there's people that have some crystals in recent episodes because I finally caught up on the show. Yeah, it I oh. Well, what they're really trying to say is we need to stop polluting our oceans. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you this, and actually, it, it good point to to talk about Agents of Shield. Holy shit, man! I've finally been able to catch up on that series. Amazing is the things it? that they are doing with life model decoys. It, it, they are pulling a straight marble on on some of this shit. Like, they they now have set up a what if scenario ah. within the framework, which is like their matrix that they kind of just created this last season, to where certain people are hooked up with other people. Some people are bad guys that that are you know agents right now. But then this is all a reflection of who they they truly are. Is from what I was told the framework is supposed to be. So therefore. Is this character really an agent of of Hydra out in the the wild in the real oh. world? Does this person really want to get with this person? That's kind of how the last episode kind of left off on. So very intriguing. I know that we're not talking about Inhumans anymore, but no, that's cool because I Agents I, of Shield. I I dropped off like the middle of last season, so I literally have no idea what's going on, and I've been wondering if it's worth hopping back into or not. So that's good to know that it actually does. I didn't even realize, because it's called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. LMD now. 
It's like they're kind of going the way of Law and Order. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Agents of Shield, L.A. So there's been another rumor of a cast to Inhumans as well. Um, Jeff Schneider, who's like um, co-host of Meet the Movie Press, uh, had dropped a a hint about uh, a former Lost character who may be joining the fray. Wouldn't say if it was man or woman, just that it's it's a veteran um, of the television show Lost Hmm. and be a big role in the Inhumans, so... Lost actor, not a character. That would be... Y- yes. That would be weird. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, from the, from that... Bring Jack I feel like Lost. It's, I feel sad that we had to make that distinction. <laughs> they're, they're bringing in Locke, who is uh, paralyzed, and he's going to be the new <laughs> Professor X. Well, I could, see, I could see Matthew Fox a bit as Black Bolt, but I don't feel he's as built... Yeah, as, but we've as, seen what they can do to those men's to make them built. I mean, look at a uh, Star Lord. The fuck. Uh, oh yeah. You know um, he was on Parks and Rec, and he was he was a little fluff ball of a guy. Will Pullman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's super. He's super ripped Chris, Chris now. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris thank Pratt, you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so who are the do they who's the chi- who are the chicks that were on that show? Are we getting a Medusa casting out of well, this. That's, that's what I was thinking, but I no, I don't. I'm not picturing any of the girls from the show really transitioning over. Cause that's uh, what's her name? Uh, whatever, Lily. Oh no, I didn't watch. Evangeline, watch Lost. Oh, okay. Evangeline Lily, Lily, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the main girl characters, but I don't see her being a Medusa type. So, no, I'm more or less thinking. Uh, she could be cre- could she could like be a crystal. Was, I feel like she was in a comic book movie. She could actually. I could see her being a crystal. Yeah, there you go. Um, Terry O'Quinn could be. Was there a dog in that show? <laughs> <laughs> there was a dog actually. There was, yeah, yeah. Are we be getting locked up? There was also a polar bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So that would be interesting. I mean, that's gonna. Yeah, she was an Ant Man evangelist. Oh yeah, so yeah, so she wouldn't be an inhuman. Oh, was she? Um, she was uh, what's her Hope name? Hope Van Dyne. Yeah, she was the daughter. Yeah. So no, she wouldn't be in. Yeah, so there goes that. Yeah. That's really the only. I can't think of the other girls' names. There are a couple other girls. I just I don't see them being the strong, nerdy comic book type. So right. That's yeah. That's fair. Um, I just have no more news to talk about guys who are both on staring at your phones right now yeah i was yeah. looking up terry <laughs> nothing i i did see they're shooting uh full metal alchemist now oh, the live yeah. action movie and what? they they posted a the um director posted a picture on twitter of yeah. the suit yeah it was and a really it, good it looks of it. really awesome and and we you were, were saying you were saying it's not CGI. It does not look CGI to me. It looks like yeah. a costume. So it looks like we don't have a definitive. Well, cause... I can't imagine that they have done that well. They've just started filming. Yeah. That there's no way they have that done already if it's CGI. But if it's that's fair. But yeah. if it's just a still picture, how how hard is it to draw something that looks lifelike? Oh no! This is, but this is this is beautiful. <laughs> I'm okay. 
I, I can't say for certain that's the costume because yeah. I can't read whatever language this tweet was in. Mm. So, and when I translated it to English, it made zero sense. Yeah. Whatsoever. The words <laughs> did not flow together in a sentence. <laughs> Google Translate does not work effectively on Mandarin. Super heavy armor, fun, fun, bye-bye. <laughs> something. <laughs> it was something very close to that. So, but it looks, it looks amazing. So, uh, you guys should hit Twitter and check it out. I'm excited about this movie but i also got really excited about attack on titan and that didn't really turn out for me so what the movie oh the mo- okay i thought you were talking about the show no, i mean no, no. that's still fucking amazing no no no, no. The, the movie the live oh, action I can only movie. Ima- yeah but see yeah, when you make live actions of some of that shit where it just it i i can't see unless they have a bajillion dollar budget really right. making it worth it it's true they should have spent a billion dollars on. No, I said a bajillion. A bajillion. Yeah, it's I'm more. sorry. That is more. It's or a couple Thor coins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still awesome. It's gonna be my go-to instead of like a million bajillion dollars. No, nope, a couple, couple Thor coins. Yeah. That'll do it. That'll pay for everything. <laughs> All right. Well, booze in a book this week is something that I am fucking excited for, and it is the Dark Crystal. The Power of the Dark Crystal, number one, which is going to be a 12-issue comic book uh, that is a sequel to the movies. And I, there was one that they never finished, and I forget, the uh, Dark Crystal Creation Myths, that came out from, it started with an A. Arkea? Yeah. Because that's who's doing this one, too. It's an offshoot of Boom. And they never finished it, and it really pissed me off because it was really getting into uh Ogma or yeah Ogma the the one with the eye and everything mm. from the movies and how she was like the mother earth of of Thrall mm. and how the the crystal came to be mm. yeah from <laughs> these alien type creatures well we all know that they made the crystal whole again and then the Skeksis Skeksis yes Skeksis. The Skeksis. sexies? The sexies? Fuck, I can't speak. Skeksis. You thought Skeksies. they were sexy? Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 and that was the mystics. Anyways, when they formed to be the, the alien-type creatures that originally brought it down, in this book, uh, you find that there is another race of, like, fire-type uh, creatures that have now, because the crystals become whole... Uh, one of them is sent to get a part of the crystal to reinvigorate their their place in this world. And with that, you break the crystal, you make the Skeksis and the Mystics again, and then all-out war happens. And it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But all of this is based off of Jim Henson's notes and like mm-hmm. everything that was created for that movie, which is still gorgeous. Like you would watch it, and you can say the anything Jim Hansen like because it's puppets and everything like you can tell oh those are puppets I, right. as a kid you probably thought they were real you can tr- clearly see their puppets but it's so well done oh my God, yeah that I still still love the movie so this being a sequel to it um super exciting and yes. long awaited and so because it, it it is so sweet to have come out and because it deals with fire I am pairing this with a beer from North Piers Brewery. It was one of my favorite beers that I had at the Winter uh, uh, Beer Fest that I was at yesterday. It is their 
mango habanero beer. I can't remember what the name of it is. Sounds awesome. Yes, I am not a person that likes uh, hot type beers at all. But one of my friends was uh, was saying, like, I'm fucking cold. This is going to warm me up. And I go, you know, you're right. That might warm me up. And it might get me drunker. It might get me to where I need to be. This thing was so sweet. Like, it really tasted mango-y. Yeah. Until, like, a couple seconds afterwards, and then you just got this bite. And I was like, mo- normally the pep- pepper beers that I get, they just taste like pepper in beer. Yeah. Not flavorful, not well, good at all. they just put some Tabasco sauce in yeah, yeah, it is not, like, a good flavorful drink where this really was something to behold. And I even tried some other type pepper beers then, too, which all tasted like yeah. shit. This one was so amazingly good. I went back and got a couple more uh, drinks of it. Had my friends try it. They all pretty much gagged because of how hot it was but it was really good so that is my booze in a book for this week well done mango habanero sounds disgusting but if you say it's good it sounds something like oh it's rabbit. habanero buck rider is the name of it habanero buck rider and buck then rider. again too it may not be one of their normals on tap because with with most beer festivals they have a lot of experimental things that's like true the 13 different uh milk stout or dragon dragons dragon's milk yeah dragon's milk yeah but they had their they had 13 different kinds of dragon's milk there like any of different age different this that that line was kind of big and i i I tend to stay away from the brewers that uh are here that i'm easily able to go to that makes sense i did also hear too because i was at uh the knickerbocker downtown the other day that they were actually putting them on tap there too for those that couldn't go to the beer festival Mm. so they probably still have some of them on tap but, um, yeah, big thing is I didn't try anything that was local unless, like I said, a couple people that I knew or we went to when I was bored. I really tried to go. But there was a line. I kid you not. You would have spent an hour in this line just to try this fucking beer. Like, I thought at the end of this line there would have been, like, a golden pussy or something because <laughs> who the fuck is standing in line that long? Why would you long? want a yeah. golden cat? When... <laughs> I was just thinking that would be really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, when there's so much other good beer to try, why you would? And I finally, I found a friend in line who she had other friends. They're all able to get out of line and go get beer while they're waiting. That said that it was some blueberry pancake maple oh, something or other. Oh, is that from Rochester Mills? Yes. Yes. You can get, get that in cans. That's why. It, it, yeah. it, it, that's where I'm like, they're all waiting for this. Maybe because it was a special age or something. Oh. But I go, Sogatuck Brewing over here has a blueberry, they don't say a pancake, it's blueberry maple yeah. stout. Tastes just like blueberry pancakes. Why the fuck are you guys waiting in this line when that has no line right. beyond it's me? because it has the word pancakes in it. Yeah. It's, pro- it's probably because it was 27%. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I, mean, <laughs> I think you think you Let's go. We have to, I guess maybe I would have, have to go gone, to the store. We have to go to the store right now. from that. 27%? Yeah. It's like drinking liquor. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, true. brandy. Well, yeah, the highest that you get really is brandy wine is like 15-ish yeah. or so. I think I've had an 18% once. You had a pumpkin beer a while back that was super high in percentage. I think that was yeah. 18%. But at that point, they just, they really don't taste, because all you can taste is the alcohol in them and... I think you lose the flavor of the beer, but we're digressing from... Yes, <laughs> yes. 
You guys have anything to wrap up with? No, not really. I mean, I have the same quote that I could uh, could always say. What, that can be only one? <laughs> Game over, man. Bill Pullman. Game over, man. <laughs> no, nothing? Do you have any words of wisdom, Josh? Joshua? Um... No. Stay tuned next yeah. week where we maybe are a little bit more prepared. <laughs> talk about we were way prepared today. We just suck at quotes. <laughs> That's our quote. We suck we at suck quotes. We suck at quotes. Tony, Drunk on Comics. <laughs> Copyright 2017. Stay thirsty for misquotes. There you go. It's not a misquote. He just said it. <laughs> Stop it anytime. <laughs> <laughs>